When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. My name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Torepko, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Game to Love podcast. Novak Djokovic's visa has been revoked by the Australian government uh, and issued with a letter saying he will be deported. He tested positive on December 16th. On the 1st of January, he'd met the requirements for quarantine-free travel. On January 4, Djokovic announced he was travelling to Australia. He was detained in Melbourne when he arrived the next day. Players, fans and staff at the Australian Open must be fully vaccinated unless there is a genuine reason why an exemption should be granted. If that evidence is insufficient, then he'll be on the next plane home. Czech player Renata Borachova. She arrived last month and played a warm-up tournament before her visa was cancelled. We are not angry with the people of Australia. We are actually angry with their politicians. They are keeping him as a prisoner. It's just not fair. It's not human. He'll be upset about the fact that Novak has come in because of his, his statements over the past couple of years around vaccination. He know he knew the conditions since uh, a lot of months ago. So whether someone wants to get a vaccine or not, that's completely up to them. Me that wasn't vaccinated, I wouldn't be getting an exemption. There should be no special rules for Novak Djokovic at all. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Oh, it is the, I'd say morning after the night before, but it's the afternoon uh, after the night before. Obviously, it ended for us around 7 a.m. UK time, and we came to a verdict. I didn't really know what was going on at the time, uh, but Djokovic did win the case, and it looks really good. Looks positive for Novak Djokovic. I want to say a big thanks to John Silk for sticking with us throughout the whole entire live stream yesterday. Much thanks from uh, myself, and I'm sure JG will echo that as well. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly that. Well done both of you as well. I know I had to head off quite uh, abruptly yesterday to sort out, sort out some things off the stream, uh, but I was watching you guys and you did a great job. Uh, we're here to discuss the news again. We know the verdict of the case. He wins the case, but there's still so many questions we need answered. So we're going to be talking about everything regarding Novak Djokovic, whether or not he's still going to be playing the Australian Open. Uh, we know it can still be overturned again. He did get to Australia. He got his uh, visa revoked. Um, and then from there, the, 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 the judge yesterday then overturned that decision. But there still could be another twist. And ultimately, the government can still put their foot down and deport Novak Djokovic. Even though he's won the case, mm. it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be staying in Australia. No. John, yeah, we can. Man. Yeah, cheers. I think that's probably a, a good place to kind of start. We we will go back to the the, the proceedings of the last twenty four hours, if you like. But um, but we could just start with that point. That obviously most people want to know. Well, is this the end? Um, well, from this point onwards, we've got two or three things that that we still don't know what could happen. It's about two or three in the morning right now in Melbourne. So I think it'll be several hours before we get any movement. But once the Australian federal government wake up, so to speak, um, then there is a decision for them to make, which is do they keep silent and do they just let things pan out? In, in other words, let Djokovic train for the next few days and obviously therefore play the Australian Open and you know everything is, is fine. That is one possible course of action. Their rhetoric over the last four or five days does suggest that they're quite determined to deport the guy. And they do still have that possibility that they could overturn once again this judge's decision. And the immigration uh, uh, immigration minister, Hawke, I forget his first name, he has the power to say, you know what, we still want to deport this guy. Yeah. Now, whether they will do that or not, your guess is as good as mine. I just think that they may bite the bullet. And they may just go, do you know what? By doing that, we're going to fan the flames of what is already a bit of a toxic situation, yep. political tensions between the two countries. So they may just go, you know what? We're still going to stick with our stance. If you want to come to Australia, you should be fully vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. But we're going to just let this one ride out and we'll let the we'll let the public deal with Djokovic in terms of how he was received in the Rod Labour arena, arena come next week. I think the best thing Australia can do now is leave with their towel between their legs and admit defeat uh, and not try and resist anymore. The reason I say that is just going to cause more political unrest. It's going to create more pressures on this whole uh, political standpoint of vaccines, non-vaccines, mandated vaccines, all of these other sort of exterior things to the tennis. The best thing they can do, I feel, is just leave it with, with the court and not go back on it. However, there is going to be a lot of pressure from the Australian uh, people, some of which I know we were talking off air, John, me and you earlier, um, have sort of come round to the idea that Djokovic should be playing the Australian Open. And not all of them are calling for him to be deported, right? No, I just feel as though there's been a slight shift in the last yeah. five or six days compared to the anger when it was first announced that he was getting an exemption. Uh, I think there has been a slight shift. We'll we'll see. I mean, it, we'll, if there's mass protest, but I don't think there will be, if I'm honest with you. Um, and I think that they will let Djokovic obviously, you know, get on with things, and they'll. Will he might get a few boos when he enters the court on uh, on Monday or Tuesday of next week, and and that might be that might be that. Yeah. I want to quickly raise with you. I was just listening to some 
uh, news stories earlier and they were going through some of the timeline stuff and they were speaking obviously about the the reasons that people were given exemptions and stuff like that and they were saying that it had to be like a real serious reason for an exemption um, uh, to be able to come into uh, Australia if you weren't vaccinated and then apparently when they changed uh, the rule he was the first person that was the uh, first application once the rule was changed it's that I mean it doesn't sound that good but it sounds like they were trying to find a like a way oh, to get him in so it's a no doubt Craig Tiley did whatever he could to get Djokovic there yeah. by hook or by crook he tried any loophole possible uh to to, to get him there and Listen, that's why he has to have a little bit more blame, I feel, um, from the Australian people than Djokovic. If they want to direct their anger, I would direct it more at Craig Tiley and Tennis Australia rather than Djokovic. Because yeah. ultimately, they're the ones who accommodated this exemption. I feel like exemptions probably should have just been kept to sort of acute medical conditions and how it was before, rather than this sort of greyer area which can has caused so much controversy. Uh, but that's what that's what was agreed, and that's why we're in this situation where we found ourselves in court, and so much has happened since. But let's hear from Novak Djokovic now. We don't have him in the stream, but we do have a tweet <laughs> from him. Um, unfortunately, he's a bit busy at the moment, so we couldn't get him on. And he's sure. saying, uh, "I'm pleased and grateful that the judge overturned my visa cancellation. Uh, despite all of that has happened, I want to stay and try and compete." In the Australian Open, I remain focused on that. I flew here to play at one of the most important events uh, we have in front of amazing fans. So there's so many different dynamics to this tweet. We sort of he leaves us with the fact that he's talking about the amazing fans, um, sort of sharing the fact that he is one that wants to give a bit of love to the Ameri- uh, to, to the Australian people, um, and then he sort of starts the tweet. I don't know if we go back up to the top then. Sure talking about he still wants to play the Australian Open. So there's so many different dynamics to this. Yeah, I mean, there was some sort of suggestion that that, that, that he might sort of say, you know what, now I've had this overturn, I'm going to go back. But, um, I mean, he's determined to play the Australian Open and, and, and so be it. I like that, though. I think that at least all of this whole debacle isn't for nothing then. like It just seems that if it was at the end of the whole thing, they, Djokovic just said, no, I'm just going to go home now. I won and... That's it. I think people ultimately want to see him play tennis. And that's the whole reason behind a lot of the unrest with all of his fans. They want to see him whilst he's he's in his prime. He's at the latter end of his career, but he's definitely still in his prime because he won three Grand Slams last year. And there's definitely a chance for him to win this one for a tenth time. So, yeah, so I've moved down to his second part. He tweeted a second part of this one. He says, for now, I cannot say more, but thank you, like in capitals, if you're just listening, for all standing uh, with me through all of this and encouraging me to stay strong and followed by a lot of the uh, praying emojis as well. Uh, Do you want me to keep going across the next tweet? That's all good. We can move on to the next tweet. But yeah, I like that he was talking there, sort of thanking everyone. There has been so so much support. Um, not just in Australia. You've got people out in Serbia, of course. I know. I noticed John was saying earlier in Paris, um, there's been a big community sort of gathering, sharing their support for Djokovic. Mm. It seems to be a global movement, um, which fair, fair play has brought a lot of eyes on the sport. Hopefully, and listen, if this this could be a secret way to increase the 
the the interest in tennis, maybe. Because yeah. I feel like there is going to be, if he is to play the Australian Open, I genuinely believe that it will be a record viewing match. Um, yes. All of his matches. Because yep. there's going to be people watching him who don't watch tennis. I can assure you of that. We saw it in the trial yep. as well. There was a lot of people who don't necessarily watch tennis, watching the trial. We're going to see the same when he plays tennis. And you never know. We may even be able to convert some of them fans. Yeah, yeah I think... I think on the news, thanks, Ben. I think on the news on that first match when he plays, whereas normally um, it would be tenth or fifteenth on the on the agenda. I think you'll see it sort of very high up, as in like this was the reception that Djokovic got as he walked into Rod Laver Arena, and it, it may well be largely positive. Don't forget, there's a large Serbian community in Melbourne, but I mean, actually, that's that's really unpredictable too. Yeah, let's move All on right. to the next tweet. Move on. We've got a few to get through. This one is from Sasha Osmo saying, Jordi Djokovic, Novak is free. That is his brother, right? Yeah. Novak is free. He practiced on the courts. He went there to chase another title with the best possible intent and all the documentation, just to clarify that. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty fitting that within a few hours of him being released, he went instantly to the Rod Laver Arena, like we saw in his last tweet, and took a photo with his team and began practicing. I think that right. says everything about the man. He's going to want to play the Australian Open. He's got there. He's gone through all of this whole rigmarole. He's going to want to play it, which yep. makes me think he is going to play it. The only people who can now stop him is sort of the federal government, and they have the authority, unfortunately, to be able to revoke that and say, see ya, tell her, on your way. Uh, you're going home and we, you're getting deported. They can still do that, which would be a massive power play. And I think if they do that, uh, there's going to be so many people turn against them. It's not worth it for them. It really isn't. Uh, I think it's going to look so bad on uh, not only the Australian government, Tennis Australia is going to be dragged through the mud once more again if it, if that happens as well. it will. It's just going to cause an uproar how much do you really want to get one over on Novak Djokovic is the question. Do, do they care that much? Uh, that's going to be it. It's, it's a little bit of pride in the, a decision that's coming soon. Uh, mm. And it's about not wanting to lose that. But there's a battle and there's a war. And I get the feeling if they try and win this battle in Australia, yeah. there might Good be point. a war. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> Anyway, that's all I've yeah. got to say on that. Let's move on to the next one. So this was, I think it was straight after the trial, and this is breaking the government's decision to cancel Novak Djokovic's visa has been overturned. The court has heard Djokovic to be released from immigration detention. Uh, Novak Djokovic court case live from the age. Of course, the age have been sort of the main source of news during this whole saga. They've been brilliant covering it. And this Paul Sakal has also been a really good sort of standout journalist um, who's kept us updated with everything what's happened. You can... I'm not going to go through this whole article now, but maybe I'll pin it in the in the description after we've finished because it is a good read and explains everything up until now and obviously some good bits about the case because we were all in the case and it was extremely difficult to follow what was going on at times. So oh, if you can see it sort of written in form and you can read it a few times, everything does start to make a lot more sense. I've spent <laughs> most of my morning and afternoon today sort of going back through the case Um and sort of ex- just listening to people explain it to me because there's no, listen, I'm not trying to fool anyone. I was on that watch along yesterday. I know nothing about law. I really don't. Same. I'm sure neither of you do. Probably John knows the most out of us three. Um, 
and that's probably being generous, right? Yeah, that's being generous, JG. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe maybe uh, in the land of the blind, you know, and all that stuff. <laughs> but um, but that, that that I think what was what what um Gil Gross commented on as well when we had him on uh, was that um and also in one of his uh, YouTube uh, videos that he posted, I think basically the whole case focused on one thing and it didn't focus on uh Djokovic and and uh you know his uh you know his his vaccination etc didn't focus on even the fact that he was right to have an exemption lot it just focused on one thing and that was the behavior of the border force and the mm. decision to revoke the visa in the six or seven hours after Djokovic landed in Australia from say around about midnight of I think Tuesday night Australian time to uh or it may have been Wednesday night I'm not sure Wednesday night but uh, from that moment it was it was all focused on that were the border force officials behaving correctly did they give him due time did they give him a chance to respond did they give him a chance to speak to the people that he needed to speak to in order no. to to illustrate um you know his documents and also was the decision right to revoke the visa all of which the judge felt was on the side of Djokovic if you like well we have seen the full transcript I think it is in one of these tweets but we'll maybe get onto it in a minute and the full transcript was very interesting we can see the exchange Djokovic had at the airport and it does seem to think that it just looked like he was very rushed. And I know me and Ben did make a yeah. joke on the previous one talking about, oh, just get the lawyers out of bed. But it wasn't really given much time. It was the middle of the night as well. Yeah. And the way he was as well, Djokovic, you can only sort of praise him. He was very um, understanding considering that they was all going against him there in his responses. He was extremely understanding um, to all the questions he was being asked. So for that, you've got to give him a lot of respect. Yeah, he was definitely uh, in a very sticky situation and he could. it's easy to probably be in that situation and act in a rash way, which would probably work against him and could end up with him getting booted out of the country. So he yeah. did well to keep his cool and said all the right things by the sounds of it, like that court case. And it all you got the feeling was when they kept going over the, the, like the, the facts, they kept saying 742, you forced him pretty much to cancel his visa when yeah. he really could have waited until at least half past eight, they said. He could have had another 45 minutes. to. He said, well, I just want to call some more people. But then, then they said, no, you've pretty much given us your decision. No one's answering you. You, you just have to cancel it. And it was it's very strange that they would take that approach knowing that can come back to bite them. And it seems to have done. The judge oh, it's wasn't. It's all recorded. It's all yeah. recorded. So it's a bit naive. And it's, it's going to go to, it's, it's the world number one. It's one of the most topical news stories. It's going to be uh, examined to the finest detail. There's nothing you can get away with, I feel, in this case. The, the whole world's eyes are on it. The scrutiny is intense. So, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a mistake, I feel, from them. Yeah, massive one. Should we move on to the next tweet? Yep. Okay. This was one that was to do, I'm not sure if this is a bit of misinformation or miscommunication, was that right? Uh, About uh, something that happened in the morning, uh, or was it just a few hours after it had happened? We'll we'll let John explain this one because he knows all the details. So about an hour after the judge came to the conclusion that the revoking of the visa was wrong and that Djokovic should be allowed to stay in the country, there were suggestions that the police were rushing to the um, immigration hotel or immigration center where Djokovic had been staying 
and that there were suggestions, I think, emanating from Djokovic's father that he was going to get arrested. In fact, as you can see there from Sasa Oshmo, it says, looks like, but that's also very key, Djokovic has been arrested. Well, in fact, mm-hmm. looks can be deceiving because it, yep. he wasn't arrested. I think there was a police presence outside his hotel, but that was more because there was um, a bit of rowdiness, let's say, amongst some of the protesters there. I think I know that there was some pepper spray being done to try and yep. calm them down. People were jumping on top of a vehicle oh, that they wow. believed Djokovic was inside, uh, jumping on top of it in in sort of celebration, I guess, more than anything else. But <laughs> yeah. but um, but that was just a red herring, as it turned out, and and it wasn't the case. Djokovic was never arrested and was never going to be arrested, at least not last night. Yeah, I think the next tweet explains what you just said as well. A little, little bit clickbaity that uh, tweet. Yeah. Me. Uh, no, no, they, they gen- no, it wasn't clickbait, Ben. They generally did believe that at the time. What, he's getting arrested, Dad. Yeah, no, it was from oh, Djokovic's okay. camp that it was that he's going to be getting arrested. It sort of then spread, but it Sazza. didn't turn out to be the case. But let's move on to the next one because Go that on. explains what we just said. And this All is right. Paul Stakal saying, Novak Djokovic has not been arrested. Reports <laughs> of his bad. arrest inaccurate. According to the Australian government and tennis sources, the immigration minister is still deciding whether to recancel his visa. So, yeah, he's not been arrested. He is going to be, he's been completely freed. He's training for playing tennis. But the immigration minister can still cancel his visa and send him packing. After all of this, we've gotten so far with this story he could still be sent home. Can I say something at yeah. this point as well, which is um, if the immigration minister does decide to recancel the visa, there is no appeal process. He's on the next plane home. And it does look like this three-year ban from entering Australia would then be enacted. Um, that's where we're at. But but like I say, that it's it's certainly advantage Djokovic in this case. And I I, I suspect, but I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this on any authority or any information. I suspect that they will let it lie. But but who knows? Who knows? That's insane, I John. I think we need to talk about that for a second. Yes. Man. He, 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 there's, there's no appeal. As John, I'm just going to echo what John just said. There won't be an sure. appeal and he will not be allowed back in Australia for three years. So you tell me, this is what I said at the end. And now we had some people in the comments that were saying, oh, Ben doesn't seem to know that the, the case is finished. Uh, Djokovic won. And I said, yeah, but we're seeing tweets coming out from Karen, uh, was it Sweeney, who is sort yep. of uh, following. Yep. And well done to her for giving us updates from the court. Yeah, and great stuff. coverage. Her actual tweets afterwards is what I was sort of relying on to give me a real sense of where the case was at. And she tweeted, he's, he's pretty much won this part of it, but... This doesn't mean anything because all they can do is they can they can go over the judge's head. I don't even realise that. What's the point of this court case if it doesn't mean anything? If they just go, oh, at the end of that, yeah, we'll just we'll just deport you anyway. That's what it, it, my mind just, is blown. I have so many questions about the world, really, because I thought ultimately the court, a lot of things can be decided in court, and their 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 say is final. But it seems it's not final, and ultimately. There's going to be someone with a bit more money, a bit more fame, a bit more uh, authority, which is governments, and they're able to say, you know what, we don't fancy that, we don't believe her, we don't, we don't want to go with their court hearing. We've gone through all that ye- them eight hour stream we had yesterday, yeah. and they're going to be like, oh, you know what, we're going to still deport him. So you know, I, I've lost a lot yeah. of faith in the world and the way the world is, but that's you know, that's but another podcast. I feel. I know it's not a very good analogy, but for me, it's like. You're you're playing football uh, with your mate in the park, and that's where they're playing, and that's in the courtroom, let's say. And then as soon as uh, he scored a goal, 
Novak Djokovic are like, no, taking my ball, going home. That's what it seems like. And that's the way it'll be. It'll just be like, no, it's mine. No, I might, whatever I say goes. That's pretty much what they could do here. That's how ridiculous. It's like a childish thing. They could just go, oh, you're angry. I'm so angry right now. That If you leave that decision in the hand of an angry person, they could easily just deport him. It's just, oh, I don't understand it. What's the point of the court? I thought the court was the final thing. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Same. Let's move on to the next tweet. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to drive me insane. I've had two hours sleep, but that is going to drive me more insane, I think. So the next one here is Somdev, uh, and he's saying, Novak versus the world. We've seen that before. This is different. If he ends up defending his title and getting to 21 slams, it will be one of the greatest tennis, tennis stories ever told. We've also oh. seen quotes accompanying this from his uh, his team, his parents, his brother, saying that, I think it was his mother, actually, who said it specifically, if Djokovic beats his court and plays in the Australian Open, uh, no, sorry, if, he, if just just for him winning this, this case, mm. it is his greatest achievement he's ever had. Well, imagine he wins, this, if he wins and the Australian Open. Won 20 Grand Slams. His mum has said, him winning this case is his greatest ever achievement. Well, he's up against the whole nation. He's uh, sort of... It's him versus Australia, which is the craziest thing. But I think if he wins the 21st Grand Slam, there's a movie coming pretty soon. Oh, yeah. After it's going to be epic as well. Yeah. I hope there's some like uh, some actual footage from the actual thing. They get to put some uh, little, uh, like a documentary style one, like dramatic who plays, music. Who plays Novak? Who plays Novak? Not Tom Hanks. Well, I, We're I not having Tom. <laughs> if I get the call, I'll play Novak. Oh. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> no. We'll have Ben as Craig Tyler. <laughs> John, John as the border force. I know. I knew I was going to be border force. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, don't. Yeah. I, I just think it's just a, I know we can, we can laugh about it a bit now, but hopefully it doesn't end up with uh, them yeah. putting their foot down. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to see that because there's only one thing that can happen now if they do that. And we probably won't see him at the Australian Open ever again if that happens. Yeah. Listen, we want to. I think we all agree we want to see him play the Australian Open now. It's going to be even, a spectacle. Even Rafa Nadal did that. Even yeah, Rafa Nadal so, said that. What, what was Rafa saying? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I do know. Um, he gave a four or five minute interview to radio in Spain. And, um, yeah, he basically said, listen, he joked. He said, well, I don't want him there because, because obviously that, that obviously, you know, he's got one of the best, you know, he's the best player in the world and, and we don't want, you chance. know, it gives me a better, better chance. But, but on a, on a, on a serious note, he said, listen, tennis, we want the best players there. If the jury and the judge, sorry, says that, um, that he should be allowed to play, then he should be allowed to play and he should be allowed to stay in this country. And for tennis, it's better that we have the best players playing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I would like to see him there. I think the tournament's not the same without him. Yeah. So we go on to the next one. Uh, Sazer again saying, to be honest, whatever the outcome, I don't feel it's safe for Djokovic to play the Australian Open. And this probably yeah. alluding more to the fan reaction, I'm guessing, or yeah. maybe not fans of him. Yeah, this is the perfect segue, really, for the next part of the podcast. Mm. Um, because let's talk about the fact that if he isn't to be deported, Australia... They completely forget the case. He's he, he's allowed to play the Australian Open. There's going to be a lot of unrest in the stands. There's going to be a lot of people who disagree with it. There's a lot of players as well who have 
been forced to be vaccinated in essence to continue their career as a tennis player who, who travels around the world. They're going to be looking at it thinking, I wasn't given this option. I, I've, I've been made, I, I've been made to be vaccinated against my will. There's going to be people in the stands who have been forced to be vaccinated in an essence to go and watch tennis, the sport they love. But Novak Djokovic didn't have to. So there's going to be so many people upset and angry. We've been going through such difficult times with COVID these last few years. Um, it is boiling over. Um, we've all suffered ourselves with certain in certain regards with different family members or our own selves and limiting our lives. Um, and yeah, Definitely. it's it's a big, big, big uh, movement here because if he does play, I think there's going to be a, a lot of unhappy people. Um, but there will be a lot of people who will support him more than ever as well. There's going to be a lot of fanatics. Oh, for sure. It's tennis at the end of the day. And he's... he's the most famous tennis player in the world, I'd say, and especially in, Austra- in Australia. He's, he's, he's loved there. You've got to remember that. He's the one who brings uh, the most uh, amount of bums on seats and everybody's going to be trying to get to the courts to see if he can win number 21 as well. This is this could be a groundbreaking uh, grand slam for more than just this uh, court case. Um. It, it seems like it could be another fairy tale. We already had the US Open fairy tales, didn't we? Now we could be having an Australian Open fairy tale for Novak Djokovic, maybe. But yeah. in very weird circumstances. I think there's an important note to, to make here as well on why people are going to be so angry. Uh, maybe if we move on to the next part as well, it sure. will explain a little bit more in detail why. It's probably the next one after this. Next one? Sorry. Yep. Uh, after yes. this one as well. Okay. Um, yeah, here we go. So it's clear Novak Djokovic has had a rough time over the past few days, but sooner or later, he will also have to answer why he was out and about maskless and mixing with many people in the days after his December 16th positive COVID test. It's not Mm. a good look for him. And there's no way I can really see him getting out of this uh, in a positive. What do you think, John? Yeah, I think this is this is the point that I, I think will will affect his legacy. Actually, this will be something that will be asked in press conferences. There'll be a tennis press conference, you know, ahead of the Australian Open in particular that Djokovic will be attending. There'll be a press conference after every match that he plays, which obviously he'll be hoping that means seven of those uh, uh, until he gets to the final. And every single press conference will be tell tell us about why you were out and about with children on the seventeenth. Uh, doing an interview with Lekeep on the 18th. Uh, what were you doing? Why were you not isolating? Uh, you may find that journalists work in unison on this one. You may find that that um, that the journalists, certainly in the Western media at the very least, which is largely the 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 you know the the the, the, the media pack, if you like, they will work together and they will say what. And if he decides to try and dodge it, then someone else. You may well see press conferences get cut short. You may well see the press office from from Australian Open Tennis Australia that just say, listen, we're here to talk about tennis only. That will be interesting. You never know whether whether the, the journalist might go, you know what, we're, we're not doing this. We're not doing the press conference. We're walking out. We're not going to be uh, addressing someone. I, I don't know. I, I know how toxic it got with certain things with Donald Trump. And I know I'm, I'm jumping a bit here, but, you know, when Trump, Trump just wouldn't answer a question, you know, journalists would just keep going and then just walk out. And I don't I think this is more about his legacy. This is not about whether Djokovic deserves to play the Australian Open. This is not about how good a tennis player he is. This is not about whether he's going to win a 21st slam. It's not even about whether he deserved to win that court case. This is about more long term. Does this affect 
the way we perceive Djokovic, not just in the weeks to come, but even in the years to come. Yeah, just a quick shout out there. Uh, we had a new member join us just uh, while you were speaking, Dewey Jones. Thanks for uh, becoming a GTL Dewey. member. Uh, is that right, Dewey? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, thanks for doing that. If you want to become a member as well, uh, we do see your uh, comments better in the live chat. And it's just a button next to the subscribe button underneath the video. Hit that and uh, it will pop up in different colors. You get different emojis as well. Yeah, hit join hit join yeah just to go uh on my thoughts on this i know that we discussed it pretty much on the other one saying we weren't really sure maybe he didn't know all of that type of thing it looks pretty clear now that he did know and yes seven this... seven hours after he took the test we know that he he took the test and he got the results seven hours later and it just yeah. like uh, i'm 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 normally a person that likes to leap to the defense of novak Djokovic to give him the benefit of the doubt in uh, a lot of cases this one i don't know if i can defend him on unfortunately i think it it's a bit inconsiderate uh, to say the least and this is something that is a very serious matter like obviously everyone was maskless at the event as well yeah. it was that all of the Think how many people were there, though. Just bear in mind, it was similar to the Adria Tour thing again. That many people there, say like fifty people, maybe was to having a photo with. Ben, this, is, this is far worse. This is far worse than the Adria Tour. Adria Tour was was not. No, he didn't. None of them knew. No, that but they he didn't were. know. But that's why I mean the group, the amount of people that were there. As I'm saying, it's like yeah. a similar sort of scenario and that sort of. But he it knew was, the, the Adria Tour was more poor timing. Yeah, it was, it was the worst possible time at the start of the pandemic. There wasn't yeah, many yeah. facts around. There wasn't really vaccines, and he did that. That wasn't a very good look for him. The world number one. This is a bit different. I agree with John. Yeah, this, it this, is. This, you can't, this is indefendable. Knowingly walking around in public when you know so many people are suffering, considering you've got COVID yourself, is not good enough and there's no way you can get out of it. Um, It's either they lied about the positive test, which isn't good, or he was positive and he walked around. There's no way he can get out of this one positively. And I feel like the Djokovic camp agree that as well because Mm. they don't want to answer any questions on it. Right, John? Yeah, that's right. I mean, as you say, Gigi, there's only two possibilities here. Either the test he's he's not really positive, and in fact he was negative, and of course there's a lot of people that will believe that. Or he knew he was positive, but he didn't care about the people he was hanging around with, including kids on the 17th. Yeah, I think it's the extended like families of people seem to think that sort of the kids are the ones who are the least affected and they're okay, but every child is linked to a parent, which is linked to a grandparent, which is, and that was the sort of chain thing, which worries me that how many grandparents have been affected by him going to that event? Like, because they're the people that I always think of straight away is the elderly people that might be affected. And that was the sad, sad thing at the Adria tour. We heard about families that that all live together they all live in close confines and their whole families end up contracting it just from one child having it at the event and i think it was very uh inconsiderate but very i don't know i'm, I'm not even gonna call oh, it naive I'm, I'm just i'm a bit like taken back but he could be like he, what's the right word like he's neglected like it's not even common sense it no. just seems that he's Listen, been total disregard he strikes me as a very smart man. He's a very yeah. smart man in the way he talks. For him to do something which is borderline stupid, I find it really hard to accept because it doesn't really fit doesn't with add, him and the way no. he has. It doesn't really add up. 
So there is going to be more questions. The thing is, we've got Danilo here. Cheers for the super chat saying, easy. He was tested on the 16th. He got his results on the 18th. 100% he wouldn't have, uh, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't go out knowing that he had COVID 100%. Unfortunately, Danilo, that's not the case. We know no. there's been yeah. documents submitted to the court, legal documents, that he got the results seven hours after on the 16th. So he knew mm. he was positive. Yeah, that He's is the problem. Flat. That that yeah. is the horrible thing about this, and that's why we have to discuss it again with the knowledge that he had the knowledge. And to it's not only going out on the first day; he went out on the second day as well. It's not yeah. even like you can say, "Oh, well, I I didn't know." If you say he got it on the eighteenth, he was at a photo shoot on the eighteenth. It's just what what's going through his he head. Tweet, he tweeted about it on the seventeenth as well. He I tweeted, think he tweeted both things. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. It's just I is it. I don't know what which way to go with this because is it just posting things just to say well obviously I wouldn't post it if I knew I had it because that would be like a a good way to to show that you wouldn't have any knowledge because I wouldn't be that stupid to post that like a sort of reverse psychology I don't know it seems bizarre no, because that you're I, I don't anything. think I don't think he knew <laughs> that this would happen everything that's happened in the last four days I don't think he anticipated so. Um, I don't think he intentionally made those posts. I think that would be that would be well, strange. All of the families were posting as well, so I don't think you really have a choice. But you may as well post something because he, there was multiple pictures of or every single child had a single photo and uploaded it to Instagram yeah. that same very day. So th- you may as well upload your own one because there's no getting away from you being at that event. I mean, this 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 thing here is is as I say it's not about whether he should be allowed to enter Australia, and this is not. Um, about whether he should compete at the Australian Open. But I think this will be the the thing that lingers, even more than the behaviour of the federal government, you know, the, 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 the fact that he was in for four days, but now he will hopefully allowed to be a state in an Australian, he'll hopefully be allowed. This will be the thing that will come back again and again and again. This is his, um, you know, his failed drug test moment for Diego Maradona, if you like. Uh, this is his uh, hand of God moment. This is his, you know, reckless driving from ex Formula One driver, if you like. This, this is his moment that will be, I think, more than anything else, more than the the defaulted thing. People, you know, in, in a fit of peak can happen. You know, we, it wasn't intentional what he did with the with the ball with the, with that woman. You know, the, the the racket smashes, the the other certain things that he's done that has followed him over the last ten or fifteen years of his career. That will that will be pale in, in, in significance. This will be the thing that people will still be talking about. I think in thirty, forty years, even more than uh, you know other things that, that that he may have done that maybe people will perceive negatively. Yeah, we've got another super chat here from Seek Zero Zero saying the court document does not establish knowledge. It only establishes it took seven hours to run the report. That a quip interview was the twelfth. Uh, I think that's seventeenth of December. Yeah, uh, smears. There's a lot of people really upset in the chat as well. Listen, we understand there's a lot of Djokovic fans here, but you need to be understanding it's all right being a fan, but you can't follow someone completely blind when you're presented with facts and information. Um, you can love someone, you can love everything they they stand for, but there is certain parts of them where you just call it as it is. And ultimately, this is a situation where you can't really defend him in. Um, the, the, the thing I, I would say with it is I find it really hard to believe that he did go out positive. I would agree. I, I would say no. that. I know you but you both kind of think that it's he did do to. that. I'm more edging towards the fact that the, maybe the documents uh, of him actually having COVID aren't necessarily true. Maybe he never did Oh, oh I, I, I think like, that's a... 
that's I a think that's more feasible. I feel like that is more feasible than him actually going out positive because I just don't think he would do that. He's not. That is that's that's really bad. So how would they get the positive test to be able to fulfill the exemption then? That's not the di- most difficult thing I don't think that's in pretty, the world I think that's to pretty easy to do. Yeah. Though. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember stories, by the way, uh, at the UEFA tournament last summer, the UEFA Euro 2020, albeit it was held in 2021, uh, of people doctoring uh, test results to show that they were, were, you know, not necessarily negative from positive, but certainly doctoring the date when it was taken. And it's not that difficult to to produce, I don't think. What what um, But what we do have here is, as JG highlighted, and I'm going to say it again, we have one of two possibilities, either... He went out knowing he had COVID for the following 48 hours and hung around with all these people. Mm. Or, or, and I think this is equally possible, and in fact, possibly, by the way, if we talk about the reputation of Djokovic, I actually think it's better if it turns out that he's actually forged this and he actually did lie and he didn't have COVID at all, and that's the case. But I he think didn't that... forge it. Somebody did it for him. Yeah, right. He didn't I know. Think... Oh, so yeah. maybe I don't know, but that's oh, that the Serbian, the the Serbian examination board where he got tested, right, or something. It could I be thought. like that. You never yeah. know because if he's out of the knowledge of everything, like, well, then he thinks he's going out with COVID. So I mean, he thinks he's going out with because he's tested positive, and he thinks he's going out with COVID for the next two days, or um, or he's tested negative, but actually he's got a document to show, show he's positive. Either way, he went out in the next two days with a. I mean, it's just one of these two possibilities. Either he tested positive and he continued to go out or he's forged the document or someone has forged it on his behalf. But he yeah, he's, he's, he's he, he knows it's, it. <laughs> he knows he knows it's been forged on his behalf. It's not like he's been surprised by this. Well, mm. but get that out of the, his mouth. I, I, I think I, I think there happen. is it's going to be very difficult to prove as well. So maybe yeah. they have gone down that route. Um, you never you'd never find out. I think that probably is what I'm edging towards more than the fact that he went out knowingly with COVID because I just don't think that is him as a person. He, he strikes yeah. me as a, someone who cares a lot about other people. He's always helping other people. He's not the type of guy to surely go out with COVID. He, he, there's one thing, not wanting a vaccine, but that's that's stupid to do that. Uh, we've got Hermione here, a Djokovic fan, saying, I want to know the truth here. I agree with you. I just don't think he would ever lie. He is not like that. That's why I want to know. And there's going to be a lot of people yeah. wanting to know. Every press conference, I feel, they're going to Good be comment. asking this question. I think he needs to come out one way or another and just try and and, and 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 help settle this. But it's hard to go back on that now, isn't it? Considering I don't think he's ever going to be able to say, oh, yeah, it was a fake positive. As I much as we'd he... like to see that, that'd be probably yeah. the best scenario. It's going to be very, It's going to be very difficult for him to do that as well. I wish every every uh, Djokovic fan was as as level headed as you, Hermione, because that is the that's the logical way to look at it. Really, you've yeah. got two sets of facts, and you just want to know the truth. And we just need to hear it. Who's going to tell us the truth? We just need to hear it from him. Really, hopefully, he can tell us what actually happened. But we have to wait and see in press conferences. He, you can't really get a one-to-one interview with Novak Djokovic. It's that big. It will be press conferences only. And you have to hope that he doesn't sidestep any questions and he chooses to actually answer things truthfully and 
we actually get some answers. That's the main thing. Because if he if they say, "Oh, this is this one's over," I'm not answering that, and he gets all angry. Like we've seen sometimes in the past, they rile him up. They they ask the questions on purpose just to get a rise out of Djokovic. Yeah. I've seen it too yeah. many times. Sometimes yeah, they're definitely. very rude, and I don't like the way they talk to Novak. And I think all they they're asking particular questions just to get some clickbait off of him. Stop it. Just let's just get some nice, reasonable questioning, and that's it. Here we go. Here's the document anyway, if you want to have a little look at it. Uh, so this is Novak Djokovic's positive COVID test uh, dated the 16th of December. Um, and it was attached to his affidavit. I can't say that. Affidavit. Affidavit. Affidavit filed by the court. After David, I always call those. <laughs> Don't know why. So let's have a little look at it. Then. <laughs> if you click on the image and we can scroll down. Sure. Is it the whole thing? There we go. I've got to try and zoom in. That's as much as I can go in, unfortunately. But is that all right? Can yeah. you see it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just, just showing it. I don't know if you want to talk about it. I've spoken off. Well, it's just, uh, it's all in a different language. What but, you can oh, see no, is, sorry, so if you go up, look at that. 105 is when the test was taken on the 16th. And at 8.19, I think it says at the bottom, that's when he tests yes, positive. So, yeah, you see yeah. it here. Data result and time and then the positive result yeah. there. At the bottom, yeah, and then the date of sampling at the top. Of course, there's yeah. probably a lot of Serbians in the chat who can read this a lot clearer than us. <laughs> Apologies, we could have yeah, done with got a Serbian. The, and, I've got the hard. English bit. I didn't notice until afterwards. It's half an oh, hour. Oh yeah, sorry, I, I can't know. remember. My and I can't <laughs> I see that. I didn't see it at, the, at first. I was just reading the first part of it. But yeah, yeah. it's all in there in English as well. The one thing I would say is his family haven't reacted too well to this at all, have they? Um, We do have a video of that if you want to move on to it. Yeah, I was going to say, and it's uh, apparently now a secret how old he is. Can you scroll scroll down to right at the bottom? I don't know how far that goes down. Okay, that's just the... um, Okay, cool. Can you go any further? Is anything else below? Uh, No. No, No. okay, fine. Yeah, is is that just they have to block out his date of birth? Or I don't know. I'm sure it's on every single website or wikipedia or whatever anyway i'll move on shall i next one right this one. Oh, here we go this one's so this is the video family. i was referring to uh the Djokovic family news conference finished abruptly after novak's brother was questioned about the positive covid test novak got on december the 16th which was revealed in court i have watched this full video this whole clip and you can see his both of his parents um as soon as the question was being asked, you, you could kind of sense them uh, edging towards the, the brother, uh, Jordi Djokovic, to wrap things up quite quickly. Uh, and that is exactly what happened. So do you want me to, to say what, what was being said during this point? Because I've got it, got it here pretty much word for word. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. There is a transcript as well, Ben, on another tweet. Oh, okay. But I'll, let you, I'll let you speak it through, John. I'll, I'll speak it through, and then if you find the yeah. transcript, that'd be great. So basically, there's a journalist um, from, the, from the press conference that says, is it true that on the 16th of December, he tested positive and he knew he was positive with COVID? The brother says, yes. The whole process was public and all the documents that are public are legal. And there's a journalist, I think it might be the same one, but it's certainly the journalist from a German TV uh, station, RTL. So this is important to remember. This is not a Serbian journalist asking this. Was he at an event on the 17th of December? And the brother responds with, "Okay, so um, this press conference is adjourned. So they don't obviously want to to address that issue. Yeah, that's going to be the the far right then. All right. Well, this one there. Yep. Okay. 
Okay, yeah, you got it there. Perfect. Thanks for that. Uh, yeah, this okay says so. Uh, this press conference is adjourned, and that's yeah. how we ended it. So yeah, if, listen, they don't want to talk about it at all. I think understandably. they understand you can't really defend it at the moment. Um, but I'm interested to see what sort of line they go with and Djokovic as well. Um, because I don't plus, know how, I don't know what way they're going to sort of address this. It's you've got to remember really one to get out of, isn't it? You've got to remember as well, like they're answering then on behalf. This could cause some serious family rifts if they start answering stuff for him as well. That's so true. there's no way that they're going to give an answer before Novak himself has given his answer on this matter. So that is why I think that he's saying it's adjourned because he probably hasn't even spoken to Novak to discuss, oh, if I'm asked this question, what what answer am I supposed to give? They're just doing a press conference uh, by the looks of it. doesn't look rehearsed or anything like that. looks like they're just sitting down and being questioned by a few journalists. So if he doesn't want to answer that, let's hear it from Novak. Novak's the only one who can give us the answer. Yeah, and uh, just want to read this tweet out as well from Jamie uh, Drama. No, Super Chat, apologies. Saying, hey guys, is Vorakova free to play as well? Of course, she's another one who was given the exemption and has been deported. Surely now, after the hearing, she should be eligible to play as well. It's, yeah, she should be, shouldn't she? I mean, she obviously is, was on a flight out of uh, Australia. Whether she'll come back or not, that uh, remains to be seen. Obviously, she didn't stick around. She doesn't have the the lawyer power that Novak Djokovic does to be able to defend a case against Australia. So she just got the uh, first plane out. Uh, maybe yeah. should we get him one back? Maybe Djokovic will buy the fire a ticket. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, let's let's move away from this whole um, saga and talk about the Novak Djokovic case again and sort of the the aftermath of it. Uh, just want to sort of we just had this in two different segments. Really, we do stand with Djokovic in the fact yeah. that we would like to see him all. Well, all of us would like to see him play the Australian Open. It's going to be really tough too because there's been bad decisions he's made along the way as well. But ultimately, um, I don't know if I'm going to go to the second last one. They, sure. the, the Australian, the government are the ones who emerged out of all of this whole thing the worst. And you can see there, it's a good tweet here. Australian government can only emerge from this Djokovic fast looking like either fools or tyrants. Uh, they effed this one up big time. Yeah, they really did. I uh, couldn't agree any more with that statement. Uh, a great tweet from Paul Joseph Watson. They do come, like you were saying, best thing they can do is run away with their tail between their legs, like you said earlier. Just to just to sort of bring us back to what happened last night, um, and, and the key turning point was really about an hour into proceedings. It took a while for things to get underway. There was a few technical issues with the, with the, with the feed via the internet. Um, but there was a p- point sometime during the morning or, or the first session in Australia where the judge was very clear and he said to uh, he was kind of supporting what the Djokovic lawyers were saying. And he said, what more could he have done? And he also added that he felt agitated by the behavior of the, I think it was the border force um, authorities. And from that moment onwards, really, it looked like it was only going to go one way. When they reconvened after lunch, there was a one or two minute moment. Then they went away again. Then they had a reconvention once again. And pretty much the summing up or the, the last sort of few minutes were fairly brief where the, the judge just said, you know, 
um, you know, he's free to go. But the, the key moment in the whole proceeding, if you like, if you could just get it into one or two sentences, it would be that moment midway through proceedings in the morning when he said, what more could Novak Djokovic have done than what he was asked to do before boarding that flight? And if he wasn't allowed to board that flight, then he should have been stopped before doing so. Yeah, we've got the last Russian there thanking us for covering it. Thank you for joining us. Thank Cheers. you for so many people joining us. I know we had a long one yesterday. Great to see so many people out again. If you haven't already, please hit the like button on this video. It really does help us out and move through the YouTube algorithms. And of course, subscribe. We'll be covering so much more tennis news, all the Djokovic news as well. So this is the place to be. We've got also one of our new members, RS. How are we doing, mate? Saying, yes, they have effed up big time. But now they have to do the right thing, which is recancel his visa. Um, there is some people who think that should be the case. Um, I think probably, the, I feel like it's the, the the quiet minority at the moment. There doesn't seem to be as yeah. many people suggesting this. Uh, I, for one, don't think that is the best thing to do. I think it's going to cause so much chaos. Um, and really, I always want to echo what Paul said here. I do believe the biggest party out of all of this who have come out the worst is the Australian government. They rushed yeah. him at the, at the airport, um, and I don't feel like they've had the necessary grounds, considering they let Varacheva, uh, is that Vara, Varavova? Varachova. Varachova, uh, the, the, the Czech player who played doubles a, a week before. They allowed her in and allowed her to play tennis, but yet they stopped Djokovic. They're the ones who need to answer all the questions, I feel, and they're the ones who have come out of this looking the worst. They really have. Um, it's it's just is what it is now, right now. What can we do? I think we're sort of like doing this into the ground at the moment uh, with how terrible they've been in this whole thing. The one point that I really uh, was thinking of while you were talking there, that if this was to actually go down and they were to say, right, we're cancelling his visa again. This is it. We're getting, uh, we're getting him out of here. I think that they're, the Serbia-Australia relations are going to be very, very uh, like they're going to be destroyed. I think I don't know what's going to happen then. Like that, there's not going to be a like a war or anything. But like the relationship between the two countries will probably go to absolute crap. I think I don't know. There's no better way of putting it in my eyes. I think that they won't be able to do business with one another at all. But yeah. What do you think, John? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it won't be good for the relations, but I mean, it's a diplomatic issue, but um, who knows where we would go with that. I, I, I think actually, though, there would be, I think what, what we've got is the strength of feeling, at least, let's, let's not talk about numbers, but the strength of feeling of those that now want Djokovic to stay in and, and play and, and they think it's fair that, that he should remain in Australia is much stronger even if it's from a minority of people, let's say 20, 30% want him to stay and want him to play, but they're a pretty vocal minority, if you like. The 70% of people that think that maybe he shouldn't play and maybe he's dodged the system, maybe he's cheated a bit, maybe he's done X, Y, and Z, are also like, you know what, we're kind of getting tired of this too, so let's get on with it and let's get on with the tennis. And I'm sure that we're going to be get back to the tennis very, very soon, and I think we're all looking forward to that. Yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, yeah. This is just a sort of a summary of everything what's happened. The main sort of concluding remarks is that Novak Djokovic has won his appeal. And as we stand, the possibility of him playing the Australian Open is super high. Um, and from what I've seen, I think the Australian government do need to take a lot of the blame. Lucky free, free, free. Just saying, have we seen the transcript from Border Force? Uh, from the Border Force interview at the airport. Yes, I've read that in full. And it does seem that he was extremely rushed. And I feel mm. like the, 
the the judge judge kelly um yesterday kind of echoed some of them feelings as well yeah yeah he definitely did i think we should uh wrap this up a bit but before you go guys make sure you have hit a like on this video subscribe to game to love if you haven't already and we've got bigger news it is obviously the tournament which Djokovic. He's not going to have any problems playing. Macron's come out and said he can play at the French Open. Don't you worry. But you could have a chance to go and watch him there because we have a massive giveaway. Two tickets to Roland Garros, which is going on offer all the way up until the end of January. Make sure you're a part of it. JG, show us how you can enter this amazing giveaway. Yeah, the link to enter is also pinned in the live chat. This time we're bringing you a giveaway, Roland Garros 2022. We have two grand public tickets going on offer and you can be part of it. Make sure you are subscribed to Game to Love. And secondly, follow the link to find out all of the ways you can enter. They include following us on Spotify, following on Twitter, joining the Patreon. That's another one where you get a few entries. Four days at Roland Garros. That could be the final, the semi-final, the quarter-final. To clarify, that is two tickets for four days at Roland Garros, seeing the very best tennis talent. Yeah, so make sure that you get your entries in by the 31st of January 2022. And good luck. May the best man or woman win. And hopefully we get to see you out in Paris very soon. Yeah, hopefully see you in Paris. Make sure you get your entries in. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Like and subscribe and see you very soon. See you guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.